Hello everyone, welcome back to the LSD podcast and if you're new here, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Lissetti Sarama and I'm your one and only host. I'm fully aware that I've gone missing. <laughs> I went on a two week, I think. If not two weeks, then three. But I went on a hiatus for a bit and I don't know, I feel like my up my upload schedule is going to be really sporadic lately because one i have nothing to say <laughs> i don't want to come on here and just ramble about nothing two um i don't know but i feel like i prefer co-hosting so if i'm the host then i would like to have a co-host but like the way my situation, my living situation is set up and because we're in a pandemic, I can't I can't get people to come on. And if I do it's over the internet and then the internet is just sucky and then it sounds bad, so it's just it's a problem, you know, it's a problem, but we keep it moving, we keep it pushing because that's all we can do really. <laughs> um I have a glass of wine here with me. And I was I was gonna taste it before starting the podcast, but I was like, no, let me, let me, let me just taste it on the show, okay? So here we go. Mm. It tastes really corky. Like I can, not corky, like the barrel. Is that what it's in? For however many years, I can taste the woodiness. But it's good. I'm drinking a Cabernet Sauvignon. It's called Golden Khan from South Africa. Year 2019. It's good though. I like it. It's like... Sorry, I was taking another sip. (laughs) I can tell it's rich. But maybe if it stayed in the bottle for a while longer, it would have been great. Like if it was yeared back, maybe... I feel like drinking during quarantine is actually the worst thing you can ever do to yourself. (laughs) And I'm allowed to say that because I've done it constantly. Because, like, every single day is every single day. Every day is a Friday to me. So every day is like, okay, I can drink if I want, you know. One or two glasses won't hurt. And then by the time I get to the second glass, I'm like, whoa, that third glass is looking sexy. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, it won't hurt. That it won't hurt mentality is what's killing me. It's actually the worst. Because the worst part for me is waking up. And for some reason, maybe it's because of the things that I drink. Maybe I need to analyze that. But I wake up every morning with a heartburn. One. Two. My body is just achy. (laughs) I know it's called a hangover, but I'm going to continue to just describe it. My body feels achy, sluggish. It feels like I haven't slept at all. And for some reason, whenever I sleep late, like, late for me is like 4, 4, 5 (laughs) a.m. Don't judge me. Yeah, whenever I sleep late, I wake up early. But then when I sleep early, I wake up late. It doesn't make sense and it really stresses me out because, wow, the one time I need to be sleeping in until 1pm, I I wake up at 9. I've been analyzing a lot lately whether or not I want to get married in the future. 
which is something that I feel like I shouldn't be thinking about right now. I mean, obviously, always know what it is you want and it can change in the future. But I don't know, maybe because I've had a lot of time to think, this is one of the things that I'm willing to talk about on the podcast. Um, I think I have a really difficult relationship with loyalty or obligation not that I can't be loyal or oblige but I feel like people human beings (laughs) I feel like people I don't know how to put this you know I feel like people associate loyalty with feeling obligated to do to be loyal I guess And for me, the way that I'm set up (laughs) is I want to feel like whatever I'm doing was my decision. Like it was like I had a choice and I chose to do this. I don't ever want to feel like say yes because there's no other option. I feel like there's always an option. And if ever I don't have an option I run. I'm like, hey, this is this is not comfortable for me. I'm gonna go away. Um, so for me, a relationship is like, be loyal to me. But the way that a lot of people portray it is like, you're obligated to be loyal to me, and that makes me really uncomfortable because I'm obligated. If I get married, I'm obligated to be loyal to you forever till death do us part. Whoa. That doesn't sound really appealing to me. I was talking to one of my friends and we were talking about marriage and she mentioned that she she doesn't know if she wants to get married. Same thing as I'm communicating now because you feel obligated to to do these things for this person that you would personally want to do but you're not being allowed to do because this person doesn't want it so for example let me just give an example um clothing i feel like guys tend to be not necessarily insecure but that's the only word i can come up with right now so let's go with it men tend to be insecure when that woman is dressed a certain way and she's going to be around um other men so like for example if i'm going to a club and I'm wearing something that's promiscuous or revealing, a guy that I'm dating would probably be like, hey, that makes me uncomfortable, take it off. And (laughs) that's where loyalty and being obliged to be loyal comes in. Like, do do you listen to him? And because you don't have a choice, because if you don't, your relationship is on the line. Yes, I'm going to take this off, even though it makes me feel good. I'm going to take it off because it makes him uncomfortable. Or do you just say, hey, fuck you. <laughs> if you have a problem with what I'm wearing, fuck off, go somewhere else. You know, I feel like people should have that kind of mentality because that's the one thing that will... T- um, did I just lag right there? <laughs> that's the one thing that will take you out of situations that you shouldn't be in like if you're uncomfortable don't question your discomfort just leave (laughs) leave you'll assess everything later i completely went off on a tangent there but um yeah going to a club (laughs) i completely forgot what i was talking about going to a club revealing clothing 
I want to have a choice in whatever it is that I'm doing. So if it makes you uncomfortable, fuck off type of thing. So in essence, fuck marriage. Fuck marriage off. Like, I don't want that shit. Um, I think a big part of it is how I was raised. But not necessarily how I was raised because I wasn't like... Like, if I was young wearing promiscuous clothing it's like what the fuck you who thinks this is promiscuous is the problem because i'm a child but um right now i have i have this platform i have youtube i have instagram so i'm basically constantly putting myself out there for people to see and i feel like my family has been really supportive in that especially not especially but because we're talking about marriage and men feeling uncomfortable with women's clothing i'm gonna mention my dad um (laughs) hold up let me take a sip yeah my parents are really really supportive with everything that i do like (laughs) there's a time i was taking pictures in the house and i was taking them by myself like using a tripod stand and stuff and My parents are so cute, y'all. I'm just taking pictures, minding my own business, looking cute as hell. And then I turn my head and my parents are like peeking. (laughs) They're just looking at me, staring at me, but hiding. I was like, what the hell, guys? I wasn't wearing anything promiscuous. It was just like an off-the-shoulder top and a skirt that was like kind of quite short. But... Regardless of what I was wearing, I feel like my parents would not have a problem with anything that I do. And maybe part of it is like, I've made them believe that I won't do anything crazy. But yeah, my parents are supportive. They see my Instagram pictures. They see everything that I put up. So who, what man that is not related to me, that does not pay my bills has the audacity to tell me like i will not allow someone to have the audacity to tell me what to wear if my parents haven't done that ever so that's where that's coming from (laughs) i feel like maybe if you're not if you didn't have the same set of experiences that i did or you're just a completely different person you may think differently because i do have friends that think a guy telling them what to wear and ordering them around is is zigzy i'm personally like who the fuck are you like if you want to be disrespected by me just (laughs) just do something just make me feel like i don't have a choice then i will tell you things get out i respect divorced people like a lot This is so random. I feel like if ever I do get married, I would want a divorced person at my... I don't know what this is called in in English. But Gasetswana... Holaya. Holamutu. Like, Hakuniwako... the Leloapa. And then the women are there sitting down in the Tukis and Charlie. That white Charlie. 
all of that looks so appealing to me and that's probably the only reason why i'll get married just for the wedding and then i'm like deuces bye dude this is all i wanted you for so bye um yeah i'm definitely having a traditional wedding side at my wedding but yeah i digress <laughs> i want a divorced woman at my at my lament <laughs> i'm gonna call it lament um yeah i can lie you i want a divorced parent there because i feel like someone who's divorced will not should talk you they will not bullshit you they'll tell you straight on yeah do this don't do that if if this happens then dot 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 because people who are divorced <laughs> this is basically off of assumptions because like i don't i don't know personally i don't personally know anyone that's divorced but um yeah i feel like like they would know what ruined the relationship at least i hope i would hope so all of that in mind they would be straight up whereas uh a happily married in air quotes would just say some corny things like i've never been at the holaya obviously because you only go there if you're married but i feel like people who are married will probably say shit like um yeah make sure uh the the way to a man's heart is through the stomach so make sure you cook or like as a woman oof that as a woman as soon as you i'm disregarding everything you say after saying as a woman as a woman in 2020 you're telling me as a woman <laughs> like what yeah <laughs> goes back to that same obligation thing i don't like feeling obligated to do anything um yeah i respect divorced people because i feel like they were in a situation long enough to know yeah no this is not for me and then acted on it a lot of people will experience something and then just sit in it and i get the whole thing about everything everything good comes with struggle or whatever the saying is but um <laughs> but there's also another side of that coin is like how long are you going to be disrespected for like how long are you going to sit in a situation to realize that it's not the one that you should be in you know i feel like there's a certain level of self-love that comes from someone deciding nah this is not for me because you're choosing not to stomach all the shit that happens you're choosing you're choosing yourself that's what i was looking for you're choosing yourself you're saying nah i'm not gonna sit here and let this person just feed me shit i'm gonna just stand up and walk and I don't know what's on the other side of that um, door, I guess. I feel like there's so much strength in walking, just blindly walking, walking in faith. That's what it is. Because if you divorce a person, you don't know what's on the other side of that. You know you're going to be alone for a while, but you're saying, nah, this is cool. I'm good with it. Even without knowing the repercussions for for all of that i would genuinely really like for you guys to interact with me 
like if you're listening to this podcast and i happen to or any other episode and i happen to fuck i need to burp hold up it's like in my chest but it's not coming out okay sorry about that but yeah i really want to interact with you guys and because you can't comment or you know all of those things on any of the platforms here please follow me on instagram not me personally but the lsd podcast page because like this i I remember there's a lot of times where i asked questions on the podcast and i just like there's no way to get an answer other than that so please 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 and i'm saying this because i want to ask a question um how do you guys feel about hypergamy The action of marrying a person of a superior caste or class. For one, I feel like... Hold on. I'm itchy. For one, I feel like... People marry for circumstance or... For a better something. For a better life, a better income, better social status, better reputation. People marry for a reason. Like, And I've mentioned this before in the episode 18 i think i'm not sure but um yeah i want you guys to answer let me know on instagram because that's the only place or if you follow me on instagram you can also just send me a dm there what do you guys think about hypergamy because i was watching uh well this video in particular didn't set me off because there's so many others like it those videos where people are like uh, what is it called like gold digger test like like where basically a guy is sitting in a rich rich an expensive car and expensive fancy looking killing the environment type of car (laughs) and then he talks to a girl trying to pick her up hey ha hey let's go somewhere and then all of a sudden he walks to a beat up car a cheaper car to see her reaction and then usually the girl is like oh i don't want to go with you and then that's when he's like oh you're a gold digger i don't trust you uh what do you feel how do you feel now that you're a gold digger (laughs) just the whole narrative is off for me i don't like it so even though you have explaining it shows but um (laughs) i don't think for one i don't think there's anything wrong with that i don't think there's anything wrong with the girl saying nah i agreed yes because you had an expensive car but now that i see you have a cheap car and you were lying to me then i don't want to go with you anymore because like what you lied to me like what do i building this relationship of lies to what's wrong with that relationships in essence are transactional and i don't care if you say no no i don't go in i don't want something from someone it is transactional even if you're not searching for material things you're getting emotions you're getting comfort you're getting um physical touch affection you're getting something a service maybe let's call it that so i don't think it's a problem if someone decides nah my service isn't physical touch my service is um 
I realize now that I'm listing love languages but that's not what that's not what i'm going with yeah people can be materialistic i don't think there's anything wrong with that and i also associate hypergamy with safety like if you grew up in i don't know how to say this because it it could work both ways like if you grew up in a rich family you would want to maintain that certain standard and then if you grew up in a poor family you would not want to experience that kind of suffering again but like yeah (laughs) i don't think there's anything wrong with someone knowing what they want and not not um deciding not to communicate that just to make the other person comfortable that's just me feeding into your ego i'm not gonna do that shit no i'm not going with you because you have a beat up car i'm sorry that hurts your feelings actually i'm not sorry bye (laughs) i'm not saying this is something that i do um i personally don't buy into the whole capitalism chat so i wouldn't go with you if you had an expensive car anyway but also i don't know what situation i could be in in the future so hurry yeah i don't know if i landed my point proper but that's what i wanted to say it makes me really uncomfortable that i can still taste the cockiness the barrelness, the woodiness of this wine. Does that make it a bad wine? I don't know. I'm new to this whole wine thing. <laughs> I started drinking wine. Well, I tried for the first time, like, what, two years ago? Yeah, in 2018. I tried for the first time. I said, no, what the fuck? Why do people enjoy this thing? Like, I think I started with dry dry white wine or rosé and i was like what the fuck this is nasty (laughs) and then i switched to sweet wines or like semi-sweet and i really enjoyed those for a long time but since i want to say beginning of no actually since july last year i'm like wow this shit is good this shit is good and then nastier the better for me because i'm like mm, yeah i'm dr- I'm drinking alcohol i don't want to be lied to like just straightforward bitter nasty <laughs> and somehow like i do genuinely believe that it's, it's an acquired taste now because two years ago i was like what the fuck i've been sipping this for uh, for ages and it's still disgusting it's not an acquired taste but now I'm like, yeah, yeah, give me the Cabernet Sauvignon, give me the Merlot, give me the Shiraz, give me the, give me the Sauvignon Blanc, give me the, even thingy is nice, what's it called, Pinot Grigio, I know it falls on the semi-sweet side, but it's, it's cute, she cute, Moscato will always be nice, though. I'll never shit on that one, she was my bitch. Guys, please let me know if my episodes, my conversations are ever heteronormative. Because I realized now, as I was explaining, that I only explained female hypergamy and there can be male hypergamy. And also the whole thing about males' insecurities with clothing. So please let me know if I'm ever heteronormative. I don't want to just speak on one section. But also, I haven't fully experienced queerness I guess is that what I could call it, but yeah, I'm a cis heterosexual female, 
so i'm sorry but the other when was it like a month ago i had a conversation on the instagram profile the the Alyssi podcast instagram profile that's a lot of words for some reason and we were talking about if you would ever date a bisexual person and i was really happy with the reception that i got so i was like wow my audience is progressive and like well informed and like wow <laughs> i was so happy like a lot of people said that they would date a bisexual person so that's great i'm not gonna go into the nitty-gritty of it because i think i did mention it in another episode and also if you don't follow the instagram profile baby what are you doing what are you doing but of course not everyone has instagram so sorry it's okay we're doing great babies um i keep getting distracted on my phone i was watching a video of one of my favorites i realize i'm speaking really slow right now and i feel this urge to speed it up but i'm thinking no lucidi do you okay <laughs> i was watching one of my favorite youtubers youtube video um and he was answering some questions that he got from a card game from yeah the card game was from the school of life yeah yeah i think so and one of the questions was is the problem with infidelity that it hurts the other person or is it bad in itself this is another question that i want you guys to answer on instagram or my dms this got me thinking you know i think my immediate answer is is like half and half fuck i hate those people who are like no i'm gonna just fuck everyone over and pick something that's not even an option but (laughs) this is me in that situation um i feel like yes it is bad because it hurts the other person but i don't think that's the main problem it's bad in itself for me because yeah because if we've agreed to be in a monogamous relationship and we've decided that yeah like infidelity is a thing for us like don't do that and then you go and do it it's you're not being honest and you're being disrespectful but if but if it's in a polyamorous relationship i think it should be called something else altogether not infidelity but like going to be with someone else then it's not a problem of course because that's that's a predetermined description of the the relationship like if we've said nah it's okay if you're going to be with another person and other another person then infidelity wouldn't be a thing if that happened (laughs) trust me to change the wording of a question when asked a question like what the fuck i'm there trying to analyze the words of the question and like break it down and trying to change it somehow but yeah i guess if i stick to the words on the question it's it is bad in itself because it's not bad only because it hurts the other person it's bad because of a multitude of reasons and i think that's why that's why i feel like in a relationship love is never enough with every relationship i feel like i need you to respect me i need you to trust me i need you to just be a human being but i guess that would 
contradict what I'm saying because human beings are shit. Human beings are trash. But um, yeah, you would think that respect and trust and all of these other things are prerequisites to loving someone and love and respect coincide. But guys, it's not that way. People just be disrespecting us. It'd be your own blood. It'd be your own lover, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. It'd be your own that choose to actively disrespect you. I just finished my glass of wine. I don't know whether I should pour another one or not. But I think I might. Yeah, I really, 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 really want to co-host this podcast. So if you're interested, let me know. Hit me up. Um... Or just if you would like to be a guest on one of the episodes, let me know because I'm keen. I'm keen. And I'm ready to break anyone down. Be prepared to question your existence. <laughs> wow, it's not that deep, you know. Um, Thank you so much, guys, for listening. If you are still listening right now, wow. Like, what? I love you. I'm so grateful for you. Um, Yeah. i'll catch you guys on the next episodes have a good day have a good second minute life eternity um yeah i completely forgot what it is that i say in these podcasts because i haven't been doing this in a while but i love you guys so very much don't ever forget that okay um yeah bye